Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Vegan View. On today's episode, we have Grammy award-winning artist, Kitten Kroy. months ago I went to a play that she starred in um, musical and she was phenomenal the pipes on this lady I'm telling you (laughs) she can sing Um, thank you so much for joining us on the show Um, can you tell us a little bit about you and your vegan journey Hmm, me and my vegan journey well (laughs) I have been vegan I feel like since 2008 or 2007 okay do the math because it's early in the morning for me (laughs) Um, the way I kind of stumbled upon veganism is I had a lot of, I had some health issues and there's also some health issues in my family. And I was like, okay, what's one thing that nobody else in my family has done? And I was like, cut out the meat. Mm -hmm. So I started on that journey. So I never went from like vegan to pescatarian or vegan to oval. I mean, I went straight from eating all meat to none whatsoever. And it was life changing yeah. you know i mean there are sometimes people have hereditary things that happen right but i feel like being vegan allowed me to just kind of circumnavigate all of those things get around a lot of the problems or to have the problems less abundantly you know what yeah. I mean? like yeah, something that you know something so i wouldn't be totally immobilized by yeah. everything yeah. so what kept me on the path is i went to see a friend in a musical actually mm-hmm. and we drove up the I think the five, whichever is the one where you drive up the coast and there's all the farms, so, oh, right? Yeah, I think it's the five, right? So the five, right? So I'm driving up the five, and I'm seeing all these different farms. You're seeing the factory farms. Mm-hmm. You're seeing the grazing, and you're just right away seeing the difference between the way that the animals are treated. And at both times, you're like, none of these animals are going to make it. Yeah, all of them are here for human consumption. Yeah, and it's absolutely horrible. Mm-hmm. And something that is kind of controversial is when I saw the, the cows in the factory farm situation all, you know, butt up against each other and all sad and in the dirt and each other's filth, it made me think of slave ships. It made me think of Africans coming over the transit, you know, during the transatlantic slave trade and being smashed up together mm-hmm. because that's how we were seen as Cattle. Cattle, livestock, all that kind of stuff. So I'm like, wow, like the parallels of this. And it's controversial because some people are like, but these are humans and these are animals. Mm. But in this case, you see that, you see how my ancestors, some of them, not all of them, were were treated very similar to the livestock. So if I wouldn't want that with people, why would I want that with animals? And if I love these animals, why would I want this for them? You know, they're also living beings you know and like i said you see the the cows that are like kind of frolicking they have no idea what their fate is but they're in the grass kind of doing the thing then you see the ones that are 
they're totally depressed. You see that they are oh depressed. Yeah. And it was heartbreaking. And that that image, that drive going up and seeing that parallel, that's something that like was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. This is not just for a personal personal desire, personal or even just for health or whatever. Anymore. This right. is yeah. this extends beyond that. Yeah. And that's yeah my journey that's yeah. part of the beginning of yeah. my journey i feel like that happens to a lot of people a lot of people will come to veganism for health reasons and then you know just being in the community or just being around more vegan things um they'll come across the documentaries or they'll come across someone with an interesting story and then you know they'll be faced with the fact that it's not just about health it's also about yeah. like the ethical aspect of it and like boys the ethical aspect of it like a huge part of it because yeah. How, how do you, you know, how do you consciously live knowing that you're hurting somebody else? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you we know? talk about it a lot. Like, veganism is, I mean, if you're if you're really in it for the full, all-encompassing aspects of veganism, it is about collective liberation at the end of the day, and that mm -hmm. includes human animals and non-human animals. So if, yeah. it, it's extremely hypocritical to stand for, you know, women's rights and to stand for anti-racism and not actually you know have that tie in to your diet as well because yeah. those are the non-human animals yeah. that are being affected in the same way that the human animals are affected by these things so yeah. it's yeah. it's hypocritical and yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up yeah. I've done yeah. that drive many times because I'm from Washington oh, okay so back and mm. forth and every time that you smell it before you mm -hmm. see it and then it's like you can feel their sadness yeah. like the, just like they looked so like depleted and just like defeated like they've yeah. given up on life already because yeah. yeah. they know and they're in their own filth and it's like it's so heartbreaking and I'm and I always am like how could they have this like on display like this, but then also I'm grateful because I'm like, I hope that there's other folks out there like that you see this. who yeah. see that and connect with it. Yes. And they're like, God, those, they, you know, they're living beings and they look so sad. Exactly. So, yeah. And then you also think about those that are meant to be caring for them, what they must be going through, especially during the, yes. at the factory farm level, the diseases that are shared because yeah. the animals are sick. Yeah. Right. So the, the humans are going to be sick. And then yeah. this is also being fed to people right you know it's just there's so many levels oh yeah you know, it's to all connected because mm -hmm. especially the people that work these factory farms are usually lower income people um and they are now being forced to work in these conditions that are not only like not healthy for them but just traumatizing like right, the yeah. mental health aspect that's exactly. tied right. to this as well and think about what they're smelling all day yeah, yeah. Like in and out. it's probably not good for you yeah. just yeah. that alone and those of us yeah. with the money and resources aren't thinking about that every day when we're just like going to the market and buying our you know yeah. right. our steak for dinner that night we're not thinking about all of the humans and non-human animals that were affected by that steak mm -hmm. how yeah. that got to, to yeah. be on your plate yeah so 2008 2007 ish is when you 2008, 2009-ish, I will say. Nine-ish, okay. Um, and it is interesting because it also overlapped with when I really started going on tour with mm -hmm. artists. Yeah. And it's interesting to see the difference between when I started and now. And now. Because here's a story. So I was in like Alabama or something, mm -hmm. and I was at a casino doing a performance with an artist. and. I was hungry. I needed food. That's what it does. Yes. And so I, I go and I look. I didn't have chan a chance to go into any of the restaurants at this casino. So I'm like, let me call in something. So while I'm getting dressed, they'll bring it to me. I can eat all this good stuff. Right. 
So I look at the menu, literally nothing. Mm. Nothing, 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 oh, nothing, yeah. nothing. Like even the salads have stuff on it. That's crazy. Yeah. The salad is hard. <laughs> so I called the restaurant and I said, I saw they had broccoli. Okay. I was like, okay. Hope, sorry. Not all, not all hope is lost. Right? They have broccoli. So I was like, can we, can I have steamed broccoli? Just a plate of yeah. steamed yeah. broccoli. No butter on it. No. Exactly. No Do butter. You know. Just steamed broccoli. They were probably broccoli. like, are you sure no butter? Listen, listen. The person was like, okay, you don't want any butter on it. Yeah. And I was like, yes, no butter. Okay, hold on. So they transferred me they to, to another. Check. They, had to, they check. had to transfer me to another chef. Oh who was God. like, okay, so what is it that you want? I was like, steamed broccoli. <laughs> broccoli in water. And they were like, okay, let me check on that. I get transferred to another person. Now I'm talking to the head chef. And the head chef is like, okay, so let me get this right. So you don't want any butter on it. So if we don't have butter, how are we going to stop it from sticking to the pan? This is wow. steamed broccoli, y'all. Nothing steamed. should stick. Wow. It is steamed. <laughs> like, it was a situation. Yeah. And I kind of went... And you're oh, like, I guess I'm a chef now because I'm having like, to explain this. Do I need to go chef? into yeah. the kitchen? Just, just like, where, are you, where are you located? Some water. Where are you located? Let me get down Let there and help. Get like, down actually, there. I'm going to get in the kitchen. Yeah, I think here. I have time. But like, so... Back then, it was like, dude, having steamed broccoli was a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it was revolutionary. Right. Yeah. And, but now it's like, you can say, hey, I'm vegan. And they're like, okay, we'll do something for yeah. you. Yeah. You know, or yeah. there might be impossible burger on yeah. something or beyond. Yeah. That was not the case before. Yeah. So yeah. I had to like load up on, I would bring um, like protein powder mm -hmm. with me, like That's full really on jugs, yeah. protein powder. I would have energy bars. I would mm -hmm. have dried fruit, nuts and all this kind of stuff. Like I used to bring my, a little, um, little heater to heat up my own food and soups and everything. Oh yeah. Just so that I was, you had to listen, be. I was like, I have to be because I'm extending all of this energy yeah. singing and dancing. And doesn't it right. blow your mind the fact that you have to like go to those like lengths to <laughs> live yeah. in a like this world is so not cruelty free friendly yeah. that it's exactly. like you can't even get something simple from somewhere that just doesn't have anything from an animal. Right. Yeah. right. <laughs> or crazy. even if you spell yeah. it out for them, they're still like giving you pushback. Right. You cannot understand. Yeah, we've and all it, been conditioned. Yeah. 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 Well, and it's interesting too because i'm like how are you a chef and you don't know right. basic things yeah. yeah like i feel like all chefs should be very well versed in food yeah right. and that's all something dietary like, right. yeah. yeah like it's food yeah. like it, it has a title but that title didn't even exist till like the 60s maybe right yeah. so yeah. it doesn't it's just food yeah, yeah. It's literally yeah. just food. yeah and I, yeah. I learned also just like traveling that the best chefs will meet the challenge and they'll be happy about it. It'll right. be like, huh, you know, I don't normally make vegan food, but I'll make you something special. And then they really like, you know, they get the brain juices going and then mm -hmm. they come out with something incredible. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, oh, see, like, yeah, this was not on the menu, but yeah. suddenly you have something miraculous. Right. Yeah. And it's usually some of the best food I've ever had. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And then they like get creative. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I've worked in restaurants for years now and I've been to like many that have, you know, a chef. Mm -hmm. And they, whenever I ask for food, because we would talk, you know, What's it called? The meal? The staff meal? Staff meal. <laughs> <laughs> and I can never eat anything. So they're like, well, what am I supposed to make you? And I'm like, well, you're a chef. If the only thing that you are able to make taste good is animal products, then I think you should rethink that title. <laughs> Reconsider that. <laughs> because if you can't make all food good and yeah. you can't make a beautiful plate of vegetables that taste good, then... 
Right. Sorry, I don't think she called Yeah, it also, chef. just, like, whatever you're seasoning the meat and the chicken with, just, like, gro- the yeah. broccoli and throw Put it on all the veggies. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you have all of the ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. So, make something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Help me. Yeah. There was a, a fun time where I went to Disneyland, and it was me and my, my fiancé. He's my fiancé now, but he wasn't at the time. Um, but we went to Disneyland. We were, it was like an anniversary of us dating and we were gifted like discounts, tickets to Disneyland. So we're like, let's go to Disneyland. So we went and I didn't know that there was a restaurant like that's connected to Pirates of the Caribbean. I oh, had yeah. no idea. Like I've been on that thing. Like yeah. what are those people doing anyway? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No idea. We were like, oh my gosh, it's a restaurant. So we just, we didn't know you had to have reservations oh, yeah. and yeah. everything. Like yeah. we didn't know. We just walked up there like, Two people, please. And they were like, uh, do you have a reservation? And we were like, no, we were supposed to. So the person was like, wait just one minute. And I don't know if they thought we were cute because it's like interracial. They're like, yeah. how cute is that? I don't know. But they were like, we'll see. So they had us sit, you know, and we were just like, oh, snap. Like, we just rolled up here like we own the place. Yeah. So they, they sat us because somebody, you know, they didn't show up. They sat us. And so we looked at the menu and we were like, at the time, we were like, there's nothing we could have. Oh, no. But we're like right by the bayou and it's so cute. Yeah. So I asked the server, I was like, do you guys have anything vegan? And they're like, let me go ask the chef. The chef came out, crouched oh down on one knee at our that. table. And the chef was like, so what is it that you can eat and what can't you eat? So we told them and they gave us this amazing, it's not even, it wasn't even on the menu, that. but they made I this love amazing that. meal just for us. Wow. That's how it I love that. The bayou. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. I thought yeah. this was going to actually be a horror story. It was so not. I'm glad yeah. that it, it went horror. the other direction. Yeah, I know. I know. That's so, amazing. And, and you'll remember that for a long time that yeah. that chef, you know, did that yeah. went out of their way to make something special. Yeah. Yes. Even if it wasn't on their menu. So yeah. you've, you've traveled a lot. So is there any place that stands out in your mind as like, oh gosh, that was like the hardest place to be vegan? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. actually. Russia. Oh. Alessandra wants to go to Russia. I do. I want to go to K2. You should go. I will say this. I will say this. protein bars. Bring some protein bars. There are, times have changed. So they are getting much more progressive Mm -hmm. with stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm only talking, I've only been to Moscow or Mm -hmm. Moskva. Like I've only been there. So I haven't been to like St. Petersburg yeah. and every place. Stuff. I've only been to the one place a couple yeah. of times. Okay. Um, but the first time I went there. Oh, God. <laughs> this is going to be a horror story. Listen up. Okay. The first time I went there. <laughs> I was. Um, so we had a translator. And we're all like the whole band. We're yeah. all like banquet style, you know, sitting yeah. at this big table. And they were like, okay, what would you like? And I was like, how? tell them that I am vegan like I don't yeah. I can't eat this that da, 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 da. and so the girl's like I got you I understand I got. Oh, so man. we have all of these multi courses and all of my courses are like some sort of fruit or some sort of pickled vegetable mm-hmm. because it's Russia they love pickled mm-hmm. fruit right. and yeah. I was like hey it's vegetables I'm tearing I'm living my yeah. life and then yeah. the main course comes the chefs stand around the table arms folded like we did the best thing ever. Like we we yeah. we totally oh, understand no. the assignment. Oh. It was a gigantic plate and it was a fish. No. And it wasn't like pieces of fish. It was literally the whole, the whole thing. thing. No. It had eyes and teeth. It was looking oh, at me. No. And they were just like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh wow. And I felt really no. embarrassed because I wasn't gonna be like, ah, ah, ah. so what I did was I was like, 
oh wow this is so much food and I just <laughs> ate slowly my other things that I yeah, could eat yeah. and then they kind of got tired of waiting so they're like let us know like they left and they were like let us know what you think and I was like okay then I quickly gave my food to everybody yeah. else yeah. and then they tore up the plate and it looked like I and I was like Oh my God. <laughs> but I had to go find some food later on. Oh. The other part of it, though, was that the people that did eat meat that were part of the um, crew, so they all got a steak. Mm-hmm. I thought that steak looked very strange, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, my background is I come from a black American family and meat and all kinds of different meats are how I grew up, right? Mm-hmm. So I can recognize that this steak looks different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different looking steak. Like yeah. it, was, uh, it was smooth and it was just like, I don't know what this is, but I'm very glad that I'm not eating it. So anyway, yeah. everybody's eating it. They're like, it tastes good, but it's a little bit different. So then the chefs come back, you know, because they're just like, yeah. wait, was it bear? No. Oh God. Oh God. What? That's yeah. a thing? Yeah. People eat so. everything. Yeah. Unfortunately. Everything, yeah. <laughs> so one of the band members was like, man, this is a different tasting steak. Like, what is it? And they were like, it's horse. And they're just like, <gasps> oh. and everyone was like, no. even the people that ate meat, they were like, no. What's so different from a horse and a chicken and a cow? I know. Exactly. And a pig. Girl. What's the difference? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. What's the difference? If you are watching this and you would be horrified (laughs) by having a horse meat on your plate, ask yourself, why is it different from eating a steak versus a horse? It's the same thing. In that moment where you like, hmm, interesting that you feel that way. Yeah. 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 Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. Yeah. In society, if we were like brought up to like eat horses, horse meat, it would be a normal thing. Right. we're taught to care for horses and ride them, yeah. and they're beautiful and majestic. Right. And, like, and we have horsey calendars. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. How we're not brainwashed yeah. to love them because we should love them, but you know, brainwashed to care for some and not for others. We've just yeah. Yeah. conditioned yeah. our cogn- whole lives yeah. Like, yeah. From, from birth. Yeah, the cognitive dissonance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yeah. animal is all right to eat, but not yeah. this animal. This is oh yeah. my god, yeah. no. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. It was wild. And I'm sure from traveling, you've seen, like, yeah, other countries, like, eat other animals. Like, we have our idea of what is an edible animal in the Mm -hmm. United States, which is very different from what other people, is their idea in another country. And we are so close-minded here where we're just like, well, that's right, and everyone else is wrong, so everyone else is gross because everyone else is eating other animals. Mm -hmm. Why are we? They must think the same thing about us. Maybe they really love cows, and they think we're freaking crazy for eating cows. Like, yeah. It's so yeah, crazy. The, well, in the India, hypocrite. they're like very respected, right? They don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The cows are respected. Exactly. Yeah. We also wanted to talk to you about um, a more controversial topic, which is, you know, ve- you know, we love that. We love controversy. <laughs> Just veganism and how it can be sort of like a cult. So I know you have some opinions about mm-hmm. that. So let's yes. dive into that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think that veganism is awesome. We've already discussed this. Yeah. It's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> but I feel like there are some people that treat it very cultish or people believe that you have to be in the cult of veganism Mm -hmm. to be a vegan like Mm -hmm. you have to all of a sudden abandon your whole family and you have to drink whatever the kool-aid is Mm -hmm. and it's interesting because there's that little whatever that saying that's like if you want to know if someone is vegan they'll just tell you you don't yeah (laughs) yeah which is not okay in my opinion in my experience it is not true. Most vegans talk about veganism 
uh, if they're asked about exactly. Yeah. exactly. You know, like on this show, we are instigating talking about veganism because yeah. that's uh-huh. the purpose of the show. And, in, right. and if you watch the shows, because you found the show and you're choosing to listen to it, right. we're not like knocking on people's doors. Do you have time for cows and chickens? Today? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should. Actually, you just gave us a Watch out. <laughs> Have you accepted the cows and the chickens into your life? There's this idea, this concept that vegans are very aggressive mm-hmm. and it's this cult and it's like mm-hmm. if you're not down with us then you're blah 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 or you have right. to be all this and right. otherwise you're not that and like it's interesting in my experience I call myself a holistic ve- vegan which is not a title it's not anything official I made that up, I made it up. but what I mean by that is I am a vegan for the animals, the humans, the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also realistic, right? So if you are like, oh my God, I can't believe you're this and that and this and that and that, and you're vegan and da 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 da, and I'm this way as a vegan and you shouldn't be this way, yeah. there's no way to be a perfect vegan. Yeah. Especially as a modern day human being. If you right. live in a city, very 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 direct translation of veganism that's not vegan because the land had to be cleared Mm -hmm. for the animal for the humans to live here you know if you drive a car a bicycle if you ride rollerblades or a skate skateboard or whatever technically that's not vegan because maybe some of the materials materials, right yeah so you have to be realistic to yeah. to some kind of extent. Like right. even if all I do is public transportation, you're helping with lots of environmental initiatives, which mm-hmm. are, which is great, but you're still on a bus that's not made out of vegan materials. Right. So instead of looking at things yeah. all black and all, all white, white mm-hmm. yeah. think more holistically. Mm-hmm. What can I do to make the smallest impact mm-hmm. negatively yeah. on the planet for the animals and that yeah. kind of thing? And it starts with baby steps with some people. Not everybody can be like me and just be like, yeah. not doing this anymore. Right. Like, yeah. And and that's okay. Right. There's there's steps as some long as you're going years. in this right. Yeah, yeah. Going in this in this right direction. And that doesn't mean that veganism takes the place of whatever religion you grew up in. It yeah. doesn't take the place of whatever kind of culture you have. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For example, once my family, extended family found out that I was vegan, it was like, oh, well, you're not black anymore. Oh, well, you're not, you know, this and that anymore. No, I'm (laughs) still me. Yeah. I just eat and operate and move in a a different direction. But that is not cultish behavior. And that's something that I feel like is really controversial because so many people think like it's all or nothing all at once. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of like what we call vegan police out there. Yeah. Who, yeah, for a lot of people it is black and white. It's like, well, you're not even vegan because you, you know, have X thing from 20 years ago. So you really couldn't be, you know, we're all on different paths. We all see what is sustainable to us. And like you said, if we try to work towards creating the least amount of harm possible, then and your intention is you know helping the animals helping the planet and helping people and extending compassion to other people as well yeah. and I think you're vegan yes. now if you're just doing it for a diet just because it's a, it's a fad and it's a diet then you're not vegan right but 
um, yeah, it's, I feel like it's just a lot of gatekeeping. Also, yeah, a lot of like you're not you're not allowed to be vegan because of this. Like, oh, but they're not really vegan because of this. Well, I mean, there are not. people who legitimately are like, I won't even eat at a non-vegan restaurant even if they have a vegan option because that's supporting the, right. the you know non-vegan options. And it's just or, you, right. It's you have to like there is a gray area like you said it's not black and white and we don't live in a vegan world and we're not we can't be perfect all we can do is do what is best you know what what is practicable and possible for us for our situation and for the greater good too right because if you're not supporting any restaurants that have vegan options but aren't vegan then you're not helping the demand and those people are like you know what we put something on the menu but it didn't do well so we're just going to take it off and now that place doesn't have a vegan option anymore because you didn't eat there and maybe would have it would have been the best thing you ever had at yeah. that yeah. restaurant that was well, a vegan. And also, as a person that travels a lot for a living, there's times where you are in Kentucky someplace, and yeah. all they have is Chick-fil-A and McDonald's mm-hmm. and da-da-da-da, you know, yeah. by, the, by the truck stop, and you don't have any options, but let's just say Carl's Jr. has yeah. that impossible mm-hmm. Whopper, yeah. mm-hmm. and now I can eat some food. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, and that's that's really important to me. Yeah. yeah. And how appealing to somebody who may be, like, more more interested in eating more plants to be like, oh, I can still get a burger. I swear every time I post Carl's Jr., people like we always get it on a road trip people are shocked they're like they have a vegan burger i get yeah. so many dms from friends and people that follow it's been me years like, at this point hasn't it? Yeah. yeah what do you guys think i do like i'm just like eating like nuts on the road yeah. like i'm like yeah like it has they have a vegan option you can get it like, yeah. that's what i think is so great about what it is that you all are doing and what vegans collectively are doing because we're making veganism much more accessible. Yeah, like we are yeah. we're taking away all these different gatekeepers and all these different mm-hmm, right. financial tiers that you allegedly yeah. have to be on yeah. to be vegan and we're making it more accessible and what's beautiful about this is that it doesn't just benefit the you know the other vegans yeah. and the humans but it also benefits all the vegan curious people too. Exactly. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people that just have to kind of get used to the idea that vegan food is just food. food. Right. So then when yeah. they try this, they're like, oh, wow. Like, I have friends. They, they're diehard meat eaters, right? Yeah. But they will. There are certain places that they will not eat the meat meal. They will have the vegan thing. And then what happens is they call me up out of the blue to tell me about their vegan experience. Yeah. I love that. Which is yeah. incredible. I think it's funny because I think for a long time, people think, oh, you're vegan? Oh, what do you eat all day? Salads? And it's like, what? I love when <laughs> yeah. I meet someone and they find out I'm vegan. They're like, oh, what do you eat? Salads? I'm like, look at my food page. You see all this food? Yeah. There's like zero salad. Those are the same, those are the same people too that will see you having grapes and like, oh, are those vegan grapes? Wait, what? Nice. You don't eat grapes? You don't like oh, grapes? Oh, is that special vegan rice? Yeah, like, um, I think, but what's also interesting about this vegan movement is that it's getting people more educated about food in general. And they're asking more questions about where is my food coming from? Like, okay, if I'm going to eat this chicken, where is this chicken coming? Like, I feel like as a collective, especially in the American society, since we've been so divorced from the farming process, Mm -hmm. we don't question where any of our food is coming from. We're just used to going to the grocery store and being available to us and us picking Mm -hmm. it up and taking it home. Food education is so bad that I'm convinced the smaller generations or younger kids, you you ask them, like, where does so-and-so come from? And they're probably like, oh, the store. That's where everything comes from. (laughs) It's like they don't make that connection until later. And at that point, you know, not that it's too late, but, you know, they've already been formed. They've, mm-hmm. They yeah. already have all these opinions and they have all these stereotypes about vegan, vegans and, and what it means to be a, an omnivore or a meat eater. Right. And it just, it really does affect the rest of your life. Um, 
So, I mean, I feel like if anything's a cult, it's the non-vegans <laughs> and the the factory farmers and the corporations that help fund these factory farms that make us think that this is what we're supposed to be. Right. We're Absolutely. literally brainwashed into thinking that this is better for our health somehow, yeah. which is actually insane. Well, you, people forget that there's lobbyists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's their the, entire job. Yeah, is to their fight whole for job the is industry. you know yeah. pro dairy milk, pro pork, pro yeah. chicken. Yeah. Like that's their job. It's not even that they're giving us. Um, choices and different kinds of ways to think about yeah. our food decisions. It's just like I am paid big money to tell you that this is better than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is funny, right? In like the country of freedom, it's like great freedom, but we're really going to push you to pick these two options because my boss pays me a lot of money to get all these politicians on board to yeah. put, shove this in your face. And then that's the reason why a lot of people think that animals are purely here just to serve us and purely here for us to eat because like I've heard people say oh well if we're not supposed to eat them we're supposed to be vegan then what are the animals here for yeah so like what would you say to someone Hmm. who thinks that way what are the animals the animals are here (laughs) they're here to vibe they're here to vibe (laughs) to like chill you know they're here for me I think that the animals are here also because they're super cute (laughs) the animals are part of this the life cycle of plants as well Mm -hmm. they eat the plants they digest the plants they fertilize the plants Mm -hmm. help give us you know more plants more plants to eat you Mm -hmm. know i mean because then if you want to be super duper like why are we here exactly why are we here so i was because if somebody there are people that are cannibals probably hopefully not a lot but there are people that are cannibals so they might think well humans are here for me to eat and then we'd be like wait a minute yeah. yeah. Hold up. Yeah. No. Talking about cannibalism, I thought that it was this like rare thing that maybe was done in the past, but on TikTok, I've been seeing some stories lately. Excuse oh, me, ma'am. No. Uh, yes. Like apparently. Oh, I think we need to do an episode on that. I know we need to talk about that, but apparently there is some um, some infection that can only be passed on through. You heard about that, right? And then a few women posted their stories on TikTok talking about how they or their friend got this infection and went to the doctor. And then they were later contacted and they were like, hey, who were you? <laughs> who were you last, you know, intimate with? And they go find this person, knock on the door, body parts in the freezer. Yes. So this is like a real thing. And this was like current. This was like a month ago when I watched these wow. videos. Oh so, my God. Speaking of cannibalism. Oh. I honestly think that future generations are going to look at us though and think that like we were cannibalists for the yeah. way that we treated animals and the way that we ate animals. I yeah. really probably believe, yeah. believe probably. that. Probably. Especially the way that we. I hope so anyways. It's all about yeah. perspective too. Um, because like going, you know, going back to the whole, like what are animals here for? I was watching a documentary on Netflix last night and it was called Animal. And I think I'm on like episode four or five or whatever. And they were talking about mountain lions. And the narrator said, animals are here or animals are here on our planet and we have to share our world with them and good things happen when we do that. Talking about repopulation of animals and all stuff. And I'm like, that's all great, but our world? That's like, one, the narrator, two, the person who wrote the script, the producers, everyone involved. It's not our world. Mm -hmm. It's all of ours collectively. It's not like a human world and we have to let mountain lions do their thing. No, it's their world too. And I think that's like, it's all about a perspective. And when you realize that you're looking at something from the wrong lens and you take that off, I think, a lot of people make more of a connection with veganism and with mm-hmm. sharing the planet and and they realize why so many things just environmentally are going wrong is because yeah. we don't have 
the adequate population of predators anymore because we're killing them off for cows to graze, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. It's so frustrating because I don't even think it's ours. I don't think it's anybody's. I don't think anything in on this earth belongs to us. And mm-hmm. the fact that we're so arrogant to yes. think like this mm-hmm. is ours. Yeah. This belongs yeah. just because this planet, I believe, existed long before we were here and I think it's gonna exist when we're gone. Which yeah. we maybe we will be one day. Yeah. yeah. People forget that we are on a planet mm-hmm. amongst a whole bunch of other types of planets and yeah. the cosmos and all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So yeah. thinking in such an immediate and very small, narrow minded mm-hmm. kind of way is yeah. self defeatist for yeah. if, yeah. if even even if you want to say this is our planet, it's still very self defeatist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, them thinking that this is our planet is the reason why they continue to drill for oil and yeah. frack and do all of these things and they get yeah. surprised and we've got floods and mm-hmm. we've got right. snow in, the, in my backyard and yeah. royal yeah. heights yeah. and yeah. like yeah. you know all this kind of so like this doesn't just come from nowhere like yes there's the the you know progression of things because of time passing mm-hmm. or whatever but there are things that we are doing as humans that's accelerating and exacerbating these things and it's it's really it just i don't know just drives me insane yeah i'm inspired by our talk and i feel like it's hopefully inspired you guys at home as well to look at your veganism through a different lens and and where can we find you what's next for you (laughs) you can find me in these streets Um, (laughs) you can find me on instagram that's my primary situation we'll link it down below my my blue check is on facebook though Oh. oh, but she has one. I, I have a blue check on that is Facebook. Very um, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Awesome. I am working on an album. Yay. It's coming. I can't tell you exactly when, but it's coming. Okay. It's called American Refugee. I'm in a musical called 44. It's an Obama musical. It's hilarious. It's kind of it's like very funny. one of my castmates said it's like South Park meets West Wing. Okay. Yeah. So it's really hilarious. I don't know if we can cuss on here. Yes. Yeah, yeah, oh, yes. we can. Okay, one of the songs that we have is called Motherfucking Obama. In fact, <laughs> the theme. The theme song is Motherfucking yeah. Obama. Um, and that runs from April 19th through May 20th at the Bourbon Room. I'm very excited. Yay. You have to I go. play a character called The Voice of the People, which I'm kind of like a muse that kind of carries the story along. Mm-hmm. I open the show, I kind of close the show. Yeah. I'm all, she knows, she saw it. Yeah. I'm running all over the place. You're Lady Liberty at one I point. Am. I'm like everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's coming up. This weekend coming up, I'm gonna be performing with Billy Idol. Oh. oh. So that's really exciting. So I mean I'm I have my hands in like all of the cookie jars. Oh, that's great. Trying to stay busy. Yeah, um, of course. Continuously being vegan. Yeah. Yes. And I just have to know if you were on a deserted island, what is the meal that you would have to have with you? Ooh, What's your last meal? meal? Your last meal. Why is it my last? I know. Because <laughs> that's the only thing the chefs there can make for you. Hmm. Oh, that's so hard. I love so many things. <laughs> Cinnamon rolls for sure. Okay. Um, from what's that? What's that place? The Cinnaholic? vegan from Cinnaholic. Uh, so the sticky bun one. Yeah. You know? Okay. Cinnamon rolls. I also like. All of the little chicken nuggy things. Yes, like, I love a chicken nugget. Me too. Even if they're kind of bad. No, even if they're kind of bad, vegan chicken nuggets. I'm like, they're still so vegan. Honestly, I kind of like it when they're bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just takes you me know, back. Yeah, I like. Okay, my 
I'm trying to think of my favorite chicken nuggies that I can go and have. One of my favorite is from Burger Lords. You know the little oh ones? yes, I love Burger oh, Lords. Oh, I've been there in ages. So, so good. good. Oh, so crispy. Um, that's what's popping up now. I'm getting like mad hungry. No, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, what else? Watermelon. If it was an island, watermelon. Yum. Watermelon is magical. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, one. This is my my watermelon story. So I know watermelon is really magical. Okay, I don't drink a lot, but I drink sometimes. And a friend of mine came over and we had a little bit of wine. And she's like, girl, I'm about to leave. So she left. She had like one glass. And I had a big jar left. So I was like, I have nothing to do. And then this is how vegan I am. I'm not like, wow, I'm so drunk. Let me go have horrible stuff. I'm like, I'm so drunk. Let me eat watermelon. Right. So I like chopped a gigantic watermelon in half and I was tearing it up. And the next day I didn't oh, have a great. hangover. Oh, because so oh. hydrating. Yeah. That's such a great so hack. Smart. So I was like, so smart. Oh, so definitely bring watermelon. Nice. Yeah. And mango. Mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mac and cheese. But it would be my mac and cheese. Yeah, you can't You're eat everybody's mac and cheese. Mac and cheese. Mm. You can't do it. Vegan anymore. mac and cheese. I've had so much bad vegan mac it's and so cheese. Nervous. Most vegan mac and cheese, I'm sorry to say, is not good because yeah. people are making mac and cheese like they've never tasted mac and cheese before. Yeah. <laughs> like they saw a picture and was like, eh, I think so I need it. You put a yellow <laughs> sauce on yeah. it. Just yeah. make it orange. And it tastes like nothing. Just no. yellow yeah. stuff. I make a soul yeah. food mac and cheese that's like the good kind of casserole-ish. Yeah. You know what I mean? With yeah. the cheese on it. Just... Rich, <laughs> different types of different ty- you know cashew cheese. Oh, okay. Got a little day. I, it tastes amazing. Oh, that's wow! Amazing. And green, collard greens. Oh, collard greens for sure. Yeah. I'm sorry. I will. We can go forever. <laughs> yeah. My last meal would be the biggest thing ever. Yeah. It would be like a go Disney, out with a thing then. Disney princess situation. Yes. Oh, I love it. that. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much, Kitten. You <laughs> are amazing. Yes. Thank, thank you so you much for coming on the show. We loved thank having you. Thank you. Yes. We will link all of her socials down below so you can go check her out see what yeah. she's up to maybe go see her yeah, yeah. definitely to. if you're in LA I definitely know, go I check her out I want to so yeah. maybe I'll see you there I can't and wait for your album yes yeah, me too wait. I can't wait yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to subscribe to this channel if you haven't already follow us on socials we'll link it down below and we'll see you next week for another episode bye, bye.